0: For a single soul Reaching up further And stepping in Hi everybody, welcome to Living Life. Today we are looking at the story of Daniel, and more specifically, a life of prayer. And Daniel is a great example of a life of prayer. Daniel is a person who prayed throughout his life. He fasted. As you read through the book of Daniel, you will discover that he is a man of prayer. So this is a good encouragement. It's a good reminder for all of us not to give up on the spiritual discipline of prayer. And I know as Christians, as believers, we go through different seasons. And there are some seasons in our Christian walk where we spend much time in prayer. Maybe when you were a first Christian, maybe you were in a specific church where there was a lot of prayer encouragement and you were always praying, but maybe right now you're in a season of wilderness. When you're not praying as much as you should and in today's story we're going to see how important it is to stay faithful to prayer so let's pray a life of prayer so without further ado let's get into the scripture let's turn to our bibles
1: Daniel, chapter 6, verses 3 through 14. Now Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by his exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. At this, the administrators and the satraps tried to find grounds for charges against Daniel in his conduct of government affairs, but they were unable to do so. They could find no corruption in him, because he was trustworthy and neither corrupt nor negligent. Finally, these men said, We will never find any basis for charges against this man, Daniel, unless it has something to do with the law of his God. So these administrators and satraps went as a group to the king and said, May King Darius live forever. The royal administrators, prefects, satraps, advisors, and governors have all agreed that the king should issue an edict and enforce the decree that anyone who prays to any god or human being during the next 30 days except to you, your majesty, shall be thrown into the lion's den. Now, your majesty, issue the decree and put it in writing so that it cannot be altered in accordance with the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be repealed. So King Darius put the decree in writing. Now, when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened toward Jerusalem. Three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God, just as he had done before. Then these men went as a group and found Daniel praying and asking God for help. So they went to the king and spoke to him about his royal decree. Did you not publish a decree that during the next 30 days, anyone who prays to any God or human being except to you, your majesty, would be thrown into the lion's den? The king answered, The decree stands in accordance with the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be repealed. Then they said to the king, Daniel, who was one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, your majesty, or to the decree you put in writing. He still prays three times a day. When the king heard this, he was greatly distressed. He was determined to rescue Daniel and made every effort until sundown to save him.
0: You know, in today's scripture in Daniel chapter six, we learn about Daniel's character and we're gonna learn what's the secret to his character and what's the secret to his success. So check out what's going on with Daniel. There's a new king in charge. Daniel is working for the Persians and Daniel is so successful. He is such a good administrator. He is such a man of God and a man of character that the new king of Persia wants to promote him to be the number one he wants to put daniel in charge of the entire kingdom remember he was third in command now he's going to be first in command of all of persia and it is because he is a man of character he is a man of success but what's his secret formula you know what it is what's our theme today prayer He was a man of prayer. And because he was a man of prayer, that prayer manifested as character. And it manifested as success. So he became a very successful man. Now, when you are successful, when you do good things in your family, in your church, at your job, in your community, what is one of the things that happens in the world? There's going to be people that are jealous of us. There's going to be haters, so don't be surprised, don't be shocked if people criticize you and are against you because you're doing good. Don't be naive. There's too many naive Christians out there. Well, I thought I was doing good. I was just doing my best. I was serving the Lord. Why don't they like me? Remember what Jesus said, the world hated me, they're going to hate you. The world persecuted me, the world's going to persecute you. So these haters of Daniel, or these people that were jealous of Daniel and his success, these satraps, 120 of them, let's say, they formulated a plan to bring Daniel down. They investigated his life, and they couldn't find one corrupt thing. They couldn't find one bad thing that Daniel was doing. So they came up with an idea. They went to the king and said to him, Make a law that for 30 days... All the people, they could only pray to you, King Darius, king of Persia. And the king said, okay, make that law happen, that the people can't pray to another man, another human, or another god. They could only pray to me. See, they were setting up Daniel for a trap. So when they published this new law, the Bible tells us in Daniel 6 that Daniel read it, and he went straight to his room, he opened up the window, and he prayed three times a day, the way he always did, where everybody could see him. So here's the question. Why did he do this? I believe there's three answers to this. Number one, he did it for the other people. It was a social justice thing. He did it For all the believers and all the Jewish people that prayed, he was taking a stand. I'm going to pray, God's going to get me through this situation, and it's going to allow the rest of the Jewish people to pray. So he's the one that wanted to put his life on the line and go to prison first as a leader so they wouldn't persecute and put in jail the other Jewish people in the country. Second reason, uh, a miracle right? Not that he was putting God to the test, but he knew that God would answer his prayer and that God would do something great. And the third reason that I see is that he set a trap for those that were setting a trap for him. He was going to expose them as haters, as jealous people, and you're going to see later in future reflections uh, what happened to those guys. So anyways, Daniel took a stand, he prayed, they saw what he did, they went back to the king, and they pointed at Daniel, and they said, he broke the law, he must be punished, he must be put to death, and the king liked Daniel. The king did everything he could to save Daniel, but that king was put between a rock and a hard place. Because one Daniel was better, than those 120 uh, satraps and uh, so the message uh, today is prayer is so important don't forget about it don't turn your back on prayer it's an important spiritual discipline if you pray you will have success God will promote you you will become a person of character and when we have all the excuses in the world and all the distractions in the world, I'm too busy, I'm too tired, I don't feel like it. Look at Daniel. He could have made excuses, but he didn't. He made it a priority, even though it was breaking the law, and God blessed them even more. God was with them even more. So take this message today as an encouragement, as a gentle exhortation to have a life of prayer. It will be a secret to your success so god bless you and let's close as we pray let's keep in mind prayer from god's perspective so many times we think of prayer from our perspective you know what am i going to get out of it you know think about from god's perspective From God's perspective, God enjoys spending time with you. God enjoys spending time with me. I would dare to say that God looks forward when we, His creation, spend time with Him. And how much more you and I should run to pray. We should run to spend time with the Father. So let's get rid of the excuses. Let's get rid of the distractions. So let's renew our commitment to pray. So, Heavenly Father God, we want to make a covenant with each other as a body of believers, but most importantly with you, Lord God. We make a covenant to spend time with you. We make so many excuses. There's so many distractions. Father God, we want to run to you. We want to look forward to spending time with you, Father God, because in that prayer closet, you mold us, you shape us, and you turn us into people of character. Father God, you make us into a great success, your success, because we reflect your image and your character. So bless my brothers and sisters as we turn the page, as we begin a new chapter, and as we renew a commitment to a life of prayer. We pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world And stepping in closer. See you.